Welcome to the Thousand Greens podcast. I'm your host, Love Goel. Thousand Greens is the social network for members of private golf clubs seeking camaraderie through golf. Golf anywhere, friends everywhere. Listeners, we'd love to hear from you directly. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or comments. We'd love your feedback and thoughts on how to improve the show. Our contact information is listed in the show notes. As always, if you're thinking about joining the network, direct your browser to thousandgreens.com or download the app from any of the app stores. Today, our guest is Jocelyn Thompson. Jocelyn is a Division I college golfer who played for Northern Colorado. During her time there, UNC won the Big Sky Conference. She's now shifted her focus to career and taking everyone's money on the weekends. Jocelyn tells us about her experiences playing in college, gives us tips on how to get your kids into golf at a young age, and shares her enthusiasm for hosting and playing through Thousand Greens. Welcome to the show, Jocelyn. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Love. Thanks for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, Well, I'm currently 29 years old, fortunately turning 30 this year. Um, But I share some time between Colorado and Chicago. Um, I actually grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado, so and then played uh, Division One golf for the University of Northern Colorado. So um, lovely Greeley. Um, but I'm an account executive for an IT uh, consulting firm. Um, it's called Apex Systems and recently joined Thousand Greens um, about six months ago. Um, we belong to Colorado Golf Club um, out of Parker, Colorado. So we joined that um, in June of this year and I've been loving it. What does it mean to be an account executive? Yeah. So essentially, um, I partner with some really large uh, companies and help build and strategize and and manage um, pretty large IT, mostly software development teams. Um, So I primarily am supporting a a large energy company and we have about 300 consultants on with them currently. So I help manage and strategize a lot of their IT projects. You mentioned that you played played golf for Northern Colorado. That's correct. What was it like to be a college athlete? It was a lot. <laughs> it was great. Um, I mean, what's better than traveling and getting paid to to go play to play golf in college? But it was definitely a lot of work. We had five a.m. workouts, I think, three days a week, and study hall, and everything was very regimented. And I unfortunately chose an extremely tough. Uh, degree that I'm no longer using, but I uh, got a degree in microbiology. And so it was a lot of work, but I mean, absolute blast. I love being part of a team and getting to travel. And it was amazing. What what was your uh, most exciting or most memorable experience from uh, being a college athlete? My freshman year, we did win our conference championship, which we were in the big sky. And that was probably one of the coolest moments kind of in my golf career, um, just kind of being part of that entire team and, and kind of that that championship was really cool. But we obviously got to travel and play a lot of really great golf courses. So got to go play in Hawaii and and uh, out at Pebble Beach. So it was a pretty cool experience. Do you carry a handicap now? Uh, <laughs> what, what's your index? So for those of you who don't haven't played Colorado Golf Club, it is easily one of the most challenging golf courses. So I carried a nice like four or five handicap for a very long time. And recently getting to play that golf course, it has shot my handicap up. I think I'm probably closer to a seven now uh, at that golf course, but 
that handicap does travel extremely well. So whenever I go to other places, it's, uh, oh, it looks like I'm sandbagging a little bit. So how did you start playing golf? I come from a very big golf family. My great grandmother was a professional. My grandpa was a professional. And then my mom played college golf at SDSU. And so I therefore <laughs> was needed to play golf. And so I pretty much, my mom put a club in my hand as, as early as she could and played on the boys middle school team. That's kind of where I first started getting, you know, real experience playing and competing. And so joined a high school team after that and yeah, kept going. Did you have designs on being a, a touring professional? Honestly, not really. I I am very business oriented. So I really wanted to have a really successful career. I loved golf and it was something that offered a lot of opportunity, especially that it paid for college. And that was my biggest goal, to be honest. So that was really fun. I definitely would say I was a little burnt out of college golf after that. I didn't really touch a club for say like three or four years. It was something that it just was a lot of work and it was something that I really wanted to focus on a career and then, you know, got into it again, kind of a few years later and have absolutely loved it way more than I probably ever have so far. So I have twin 14 month old daughters. Yes. What do I, what do I need to do to get them to want to play golf or yeah. I mean, I'm not going to force them, of course, yes. <laughs> but, but you know, as a new dad yeah. with twins, uh, what's your recommendation on getting them excited about the game? I, you know, I did a lot of clinics and my parents always made golf extremely fun. So my dad played, my younger sister played, and it was just something we did as a family, which was, it was just something we did as a fun thing to do on the weekends. And so I kind of started taking a liking it to it, especially with those clinics and just it, they make it fun, right? They make it, it you know, you can get candy if you hit it into the buckets. Like they made it a fun experience, especially when I was much younger. Now, I think I'm probably one of the more competitive people I know. So that really fueled my want for, you know, getting good. But I mean, I would definitely put them into a great program. I was really fortunate. We had a really great program up in Estes Park, Colorado. They gave you a free bat or free bag, a set of clubs and, uh, pretty much had like, it was $25 for the season for you. And so it was a great experience. It was like great to have, you know, a bunch of girls that were my age that were playing at the time. And so, you know, we're only seven years old, but it was, it was a great experience. And it was something that I would highly recommend if you have girls, put them into golf. It was not only great for college, but, you know, I find it even more useful now in my career than I've we probably realized that it would be, but it's also something really fun to do with my husband and, you know, just have a network of people that probably my closest friends were rivals in high school that we spend four hours on the golf course together and just become great friends. So it's, it's definitely something that I highly recommend for any female kid, especially it's just a fun, fun time. What's it like to play around with Jocelyn now? I'd say it's much more casual unless there's money involved. Um, (laughs) But now it's like, now it's fun, right? Now you get to have a beverage. Now it's like fun, you know, put a little money on. But no, I mean, I'm a fast player. I'm good. You know, 
I can play uh, with the best of them. And it's, it's definitely a fun round. I wouldn't say it's, you know, anything too crazy, but I, I, I love playing with new people. It's something that's why I love golf, but yeah, it's fun. What what are typical stakes in a game with Jocelyn? Ooh, well, my poor husband has never beat me yet. So that's, that's the main <laughs> one. That you heard it first listeners Yeah, has not been <laughs> defeated by the husband. Exactly. So my poor husband, that's, that's usually the bet is trying to get him or he's trying to beat me, but I don't, I don't know if that'll happen anytime soon, but um, I love a good skins game. Any of those fun, like bingo, bingo, bongo, wolf, any of those are, we usually play some fun game when we're, when we're playing. What, what's the typical game out at, at Colorado then? Is it, uh, you guys play in Nassau? Is it five bucks? Is it 20 bucks? Is it bigger? Yeah, I'd say it's like between like, depending on who we play with, uh, <laughs> it's probably between like, you know, 20 bucks a hole. When you think about golf, are you an equipment person? Are you sort of an architecture aficionado? You've been around the game for a long time. Do you fit multiple different sort of classic golf personalities? Now joining CGC, I have this most very recent infatuation with the core Crenshaw designers. And that's kind of my big bucket list this year is to get to a bunch of those. And so I have an appreciation much more than I probably did you know, 10 years ago when I was in college, I would say definitely like I've always swung Callaways. I have an Edel putter. If you're familiar with that, um, I've always had that. I will never go <laughs> anything else. But yeah. I mean, that's kind of more, more recently. I, I'm definitely a bucket list kind of gal. So this has been amazing, you know, for thousand greens where I've been able to check off a lot of really amazing courses that I wouldn't have access to. So right now we're trying to get through at least a few of the top hundred courses. That's kind of my, my, you know, bucket what's list for now. What, what's next on your list? I'm really hoping to get down to, um, well, we're going to Austin, um, this weekend. So hopefully play some courses out there, but I don't know. It's kind of off season for me right now. Cause in Colorado, it's too cold. So we do have to travel, but I do need to think about some other courses soon, but maybe uh, 30th, we'll do something fun. <laughs> what are your top four favorite courses that you've played now and why? This is tough. So I think Pebble is always up there. Um, we've been trying to go once a year for the last few years. And every time I go out there, it's just, it's the same experience. I mean, just, it's just incredible views, just the history of it. it I always love that golf course. Um, I was really fortunate enough to play Sherwood Country Club um, on Westlake. Love that experience. I think that was probably my first experience of like a really nice club and just everything was in immaculate condition and it, it was amazing. And then honestly, it was actually Coeur d'Alene National Reserve. It was up there. Um, I just think the entire experience and it was actually a thousand greens host that had us out there. And it was, it was just an incredible experience. There was probably five people on the golf course and the host was so hospitable and just generous and just went out of his way to kind of make our experience really great. And so obviously the scenery in the Pacific Northwest is insane. So love that experience. Just, you know, I think 
more holistically outside of just the course, the the experience of that was really cool. And then I have to say Colorado Golf Club. I I it's such a tough course that every time you play, you get a new experience. You're you can shoot 72 one day, you can shoot 85. It's just a very different course and they can make it really tough or somewhat less tough. Like it, it's a great course and I just really love playing it and you can play it again and again. So say those are kind of my top ones. So being a college athlete, you must have, you know, had some pretty awesome competitive stories. Um, I want to hear, I want to hear some of your stories. So like what, what's, What's the best shot you ever hit? And if you have a hole in one story or a few, I, I want to hear them. So unfortunately, as much as I've played, I didn't have a hole in one till last year. Um, so my first and only was actually probably one of my worst rounds ever. It was out in Wickenburg Ranch, kind of out near Scottsdale. And my husband was actually beating me this day by like four strokes. And we get to 11 and I, I've just kind of given up. We're just drinking at this point. I just hit the best shot of my life. It one hops and dunks in the hole. And that turned my uh, round around pretty quickly. <laughs> poor, my poor husband. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't beat me that day, but it was close and it was probably my best shot and probably one of the more <laughs> proud moments. So unfortunately, nothing in college. I mean, it finally happened. <laughs> would you say, moments. would you say that's the best shot you ever hit? I think so. I, yeah. 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 I mean, hard to argue with that, right? I'll take that. I think I've pulled out for Eagle a few times, but I would take the hole in one and beating my husband over that any day. <laughs> oh, this poor guy. We're going to have to have him on. I know. <laughs> How did you get your husband into golf? So my husband played college D1 baseball. So he's extremely athletic has great hand-eye coordination but it was definitely something that during COVID actually we he started getting into a little bit because it was the one thing you can do you know during that time was get outside um and so he kind of slowly approached me and said hey I want to learn this sport and at the time I really wasn't playing that much and I'd kind of taken a break from golf and so we were actually out in Arizona for almost all of COVID. And I think we played probably a hundred rounds that, that time. And it was annoying how quickly he got good for being, you know, I played this my whole life and it took him, you know, a season to, to even, you know, start hit, being able to hit the ball really well. And now I think his handicap's like a 10 or 11 or something like that. So it, he got good quick in the three years that, that we've been playing, but it's definitely something that luckily for him, like he's gotten to the point where it's really addictive for him right now. Cause he's starting to get really good. And so it's something great for both of us to play together. And, you know, right now we don't have any kids, so we spend our time and money on golf. If you were queen of golf for a day, what rule, uh, etiquette, like what thing about golf would you change? I'd probably, and this is probably most people may not like this, but I'd probably mandate like what I call birdie juice after each birdie. It would make the course probably run super slow and everyone would be running crazy, but I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be really fun so that everyone has to take a little, little shot after a birdie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love it. Yeah, that's that's the best. That's by far the best answer I've ever gotten. <laughs> Uh, everyone's like, oh, you can roll balls out of a divot. And I'm like, yeah, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, end up I do that, that anyways, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I, uh, yeah, I, I end up cutting that question out most of the time, but I'm not cutting it this time. <laughs> um, well, it's, it sounds like you've had a lot of really fun experiences playing golf, uh, since you got back into it after being mm-hmm. a college athlete and with your husband. Um, tell us about a time where you've had as much fun playing golf as you've ever had. Probably two years ago, we got to play TPC Colorado. And I only say this because I was just having like an out of body experience. I was playing the best golf I've ever played. I think I shot like a 67 that day. And it was just one of those days where every shot you hit, even if you hit it out of bounds, it like kicked back into the fairway. And it was just a fun round. We were there was money involved. There was drinks and it was just a fun, fun day. And I played out of my mind and took everyone's money. So that was, that was my, probably my favorite day. <laughs> how, how did you hear about thousand greens? Yeah. So when we joined CGC, um, we we're obviously looking, we had just relocated from Chicago. Um, and so wanted to kind of find a golf community and luckily, you know, joining CGC kind of offered that for us, but Um, I do a lot of traveling for work, being in consulting. And so both of us are remote. So it kind of offers us, you know, a little flexibility as well. But one of the members actually out at CGC had kind of thrown this community out there and said, hey, you guys should check it out. And we joined pretty quickly and realized, hey, we had access to all these amazing other golf courses, especially in the area of Colorado, because we hadn't been back in probably seven years. And so we started playing a few courses and hosting, hosting more than even just playing them. But it it quickly, once we started traveling and, and doing that, it was, you know, we'd check the courses near wherever we were going to be and really started to play some cool courses. And so it, it was more of just a referral from, you know, another member, but I'm so happy we were able to find this because we really utilized it a lot. What unique experiences has Thousand Greens enabled for you uh, that you wouldn't have otherwise had? We played Valley Neal this summer, and it's also, if it wasn't, it should probably be my top four because it's amazing. But, you know, it, just the memories, the experiences, and just the people, I think, like-minded golfers, you know, it's just a great community. And I don't think we've had a bad experience with anybody. It's always been extremely fun and everyone especially goes out of their way to make our experience if we're, if we're playing just exceptional. And so I, I've always really appreciated that. So what would you say to someone that's on the fence about joining thousand greens? I would highly recommend it, especially if you're female, I would love to have more females to play with. It's something that, I, I really like, don't get me wrong, love playing with all the guys, but it, if you're, especially if you're female, like having that community, having just that networking and it's really, really fun. I love playing with other women and kind of, you know, getting that opportunity, but it's a great experience. Everyone is extremely hospitable. Again, everyone's extremely generous and you know, I, I always try to make sure that they have a really good experience when they come to CGC. We've had the same, you know, going to other courses as well. So I would highly recommend it. It's 
honestly, it's very inexpensive too. It's, you know, for a platform that you guys have, the community that you have, it's, you have access to so many amazing courses at a very inexpensive way to get that. And there's other golf communities out there that charge, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for a very, very similar community. So it's, it's a great experience. It's great way to meet new people and just the networking of it too is amazing. I think we played with professional athlete. Like it's just a really cool experience and I love hosting. I will host more than <laughs> if you want to come out to CGC and play it, I'll, I'll work around my schedule to make it happen just because I, I love it. It's, it's a great way to, to meet people. So what would you say to women specifically that are on the fence about joining? Like, tell us about your experience hosting yeah. and, and sort of what has it been like to be a woman on the platform? I mean, I think golfers in general are extremely professional. And so I've always had really good experiences. And I think, you know, being able to play with the boys is always really helpful. And everyone has, again, has gone out of their way to make my experience extremely great. And and just having, you know, more females playing in the game, I think, whether that's if you're a beginner or if you're not, like it's, it's a great way just to meet new people and you always get paired with new people on your course anyway. So why not have, you know, more of an experience and get to know somebody and I don't know. It's great. Jocelyn, thank you so much. Really appreciate your thoughts and thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, love. I really appreciate it and appreciate the community.